Are you carrying around aches and pains and doing nothing about it? Well, in this episode, I'm going to give you some advice on how to pre-manage these niggles so you can stay injury-free. Okay, let's get to it. Welcome back to the Run, Lift, Eat, Evolve podcast. This is season one, episode five, and today we're gonna to talk about managing injuries. So you get three types of injuries. You can get injured from sport and fitness, you can get injured in day-to-day -day life, and then you can get injured from accidents, such as road traffic accidents, or falling down stairs, or stuff like that. We're gonna focus on the first two. So with sport injuries, you can get injured from, say, a collision, say in rugby, where, you, um, where there's a tackle, where there's a big impact. Uh, also say like football, where there's a tackle, you can get injured from change of direction, so like tennis where you run in one way, you turn the other way, and half your body's that way, half's that one, and then there's like a rotation injury, say in your knee or your hip or something. Uh, that can happen in football and rugby as well, and hockey. Uh, and then you get other injuries like stress injuries, such as lifting too much weight in a gym, or moving bad, um, moving with bad technique, and loading up areas that shouldn't be loaded. Next you get day-to-day -day type of injuries, so that's uh, from sitting down too much to being inflexible for not moving basically and not uh, using the human body like we're meant to use the human body. So our bodies are hard, they're solid and we are designed to run, to jump, to climb, to hunt, to kill but we don't really do that anymore and we don't really do that in day to day life. Day to day life doesn't look like that anymore. So in sport you kind of, with your training in sport, that promotes you to move as we're designed to move and you focus on getting the body to perform and that's what our bodies are made to do. In day-to-day -day life, because we don't have to do that stuff anymore to survive, we can tend to sit down too much, we can tend to look at our phones too much and get like neck problems and get back problems from sitting down and um, lazing around, sitting down too much, not walking, not covering enough distance in a day. And that can start to lead to other injuries. So if you focus on sport, if you've been playing sport for any period of time, you've probably picked up a few niggles as, as you've gone, or you've probably seen teammates get injured, and it's just part of playing sport. And all you've got to do when you play sport is manage those injuries, manage those niggles, and fix whatever's not balanced to, to get rid of that injury. There's some injuries you can't avoid. Impact injuries are just part of the nature of playing sport, especially if you're doing rugby or football or hockey. Impact will just happen and you know, that's just something you just have to manage. But what I mean is, is with imbalances, is within your sport, that's when you need to kind of fix kind of how your body moves. So you might have to start looking at unilateral works and it's quite easy just to train bilateral. So that's all the fun stuff, that's a squat. So that's like, bilateral is like using two sides of your body at the same time. So that's like squatting, deadlifting, bench press, shoulder press, clean and jerk, snatches, all the fun stuff you do in the gym. But what's actually gonna probably make the biggest difference within sport is creating a balance within yourself. So working one leg at a time, doing unilateral work, doing single leg work, doing single arm work. So single leg deadlifts, lunges, split squats, single arm shoulder press, single arm bench press, single arm rows. Things to work on, things so you can split the body in half and make sure you're perfectly balanced. You don't have a, we're always gonna have a dominant side, but you don't want it to be too dominant. And when you do single leg work, it balances out. And that's the whole point of doing some gym work, is doing gym work and training, is to balance the body out. We're all gonna have a favorite side. We're all gonna to start to create 
um, deficiencies in one side of our body and when you go to the gym you fix these imbalances and that will help you perform better at sport. For example when you run, like most sports you have to run, you only ever run on one leg at a time so it's important that we strengthen our calves, strengthens our hamstrings, strengthens our quads on that one leg so then when we change to the other leg and drive for that leg we're, we're both equally strong. So whether you're playing sport or you're doing running or cycling or even just training in the gym alongside your bilateral work make sure you do unilateral work unilateral work core and glute conditioning will keep you balanced and help you kind of avoid injuries when you look at day-to-day -day life so the way this is going to work today i'm going to talk about sport in general and day-to-day -day life in general then i'm going to give you some tips of what you can do to your training so when we look at day-to-day -day life it's not so much worrying about unilateral and bilateral it's mostly worrying about moving so like i said before our bodies are made to run, to jump, to climb, and to do all that, but we don't push ourselves through that anymore. And if you do not train in the gym, if you do not do any activity, eventually you're gonna get low back pain, eventually you're gonna get injured. And normally it comes when you're 30 or over. Before 30, you can blag a lot, you can get away with your lot. That's why kids can just that's why kids don't get injured unless it's really big impact. Their bodies can take quite a lot and in your 20s you can get away with a lot. But like nutrition, if you're eating badly in your 20s you'll get away with it, but you'll get away with it for so long and then you'll start putting on weight. If you, if you don't look after your sleep routine, eventually you'll get away with it in your 20s, in your 30s plus you'll just end up putting on weight and just being unhealthy and being tired. Training's the same and movement's the same. You can get away with stuff in your 20s, as soon as you hit late 20s, 30s, if you're not looking after your body, you're just gonna start picking up niggles all the time. Okay, so if you're somebody, for example, if you, that sits down all day, has, has a desk job, and you can't touch, and if you stand up and you can't touch the floor, lower back pain will find you probably 99% of the time it's gonna come your way. If you cannot reach and touch the floor and you sit down quite a lot all day, lower back pain's coming your way, and it's your fault when you get it. And what normally happens is people wait until you get these injuries, or they'll go and um, something will trigger it. Something like you pick your dog out of the back of the car and because you twist, you, you blew your back out. And it's not because you picked the dog out of the car, it's been a build up to that phase and then that's happened. So if you don't kind of start pre-managing these little niggles and injuries, uh, you'll get injured eventually, is what I'm trying to get at. So even if you're doing sport and fitness or you're not really a sport and fitness person, you're just in day-to-day -day life, the key to not getting injured is movement and mobility. It just is. Our body's made to move, so we should move. Sport people, you know, you're focused on quite a lot with the skill asset of your sport, and then alongside that, you need to focus on, are you moving well? Are you biomechanically moving well? Have you got any muscular deficiencies that's holding you back in your sport, or loading up one side all the time? Because if you load too much of one thing, you're just gonna niggle it. It's just gonna tear, or it's just gonna um, crack, and you're just gonna create an issue of that uh, side of your body that wasn't there before. In day-to-day -day life, if you're if you can't touch the floor, if you have struggle, if if you can't get onto the floor and get back up again, without it being an issue, eventually you're going to get back pain or knee pain or neck pain, and then you're going to have to go to physio, and then you're going to have to come out the back of that and, and rehab yourself, which is pretty unnecessary, because um, if you start taking care of yourself at an early age, you'll just avoid that as you get older. So what happens when you get injured? What you normally do is panic. You run to the physio. You run to the chiropractors. And these are great people, very intelligent people, and they will diagnose you and find the issue pretty quickly. 
but they are fighting a uphill job because they're gonna tell you, you need to move more, you need to do some mobility, here's some exercises. If, if, if you're a sport person, it's a little bit easier to rehab you guys because you're already in the gym, you're already training, and you can start adding some more glute conditioning to your program, some more calf conditioning, some more hamstring work or whatever. Um, so you're a bit more easier to give a rehab, prehab program to. Normal people are not really that much into fitness, and when physios kind of try to give you exercises, they try to give you lots of band work and stuff that you can do at home, but you need a lifestyle change to fix your issues. If it's a back pain issue, and they, they want you to move more, they want you to get out more, that's a big lifestyle change for you. So they're fighting up about because they, they probably know you're not gonna go and change. And unless you change, that issue will come back again. You might have a massage and it feel better for five minutes. But in the day, if you're still sitting down, you still can't touch the floor, that back pain will come back, for example. Okay? So if you pick up an injury, of course you should go see, you should go see professional help from a doctor, your physio, your chiropractor, or whatever, and they'll tell you what your injury is. But for me, I always backtrack and just see why I've got injured. And you can quickly track of where you've picked up this injury. So I've got injured before. I mean, I've played sport for years. I was in the army for eight years. The eight years I've been out of the army, I can't believe it's been eight years, but the eight years I've been out of the army, um, I've picked up other niggles from sport and it's kind of like, I can quickly go back and go, oh, I've picked up this running injury because I've just rapidly increased the volume. Oh, I've picked up this back niggle because funny enough, I'm not stretching, I'm not stretching as much as I used to. I've skipped some of my warm up phases or I'm not working core as much as I used to. And I can quickly track back to things I've been doing wrong that's probably led to this injury. So it's, when you get injured, it norm, it's normally a build up, unless it's a collision, of course if it's a collision it just happens, but it's normally a build up of stuff going wrong that you're ignoring and then it catches up with you and like I say, you pick a dog out of the car and then your back will go, or you'll go to do something quite basic like a squat and you're squatting all the time and all of a sudden you, you load up the exact same weight but then in the bottom position, something just doesn't feel right. And that's like a build up of neglecting single leg work, mobility work, and moving the body. So what can you do about it going forward? Well, like I say, if you're a sport person, start looking at your balances, you look at your unilateral work, and then look at kind of what's affecting your game or what you can improve on, and your build up to the game and everything to do with your sport. If you're, and that, and that counts for like say CrossFit as well and gym type of competitions, fitness competitions. If you're rubbish at a certain style of movement or you have a mobility deficiency overhead as in you can't get your bicep to touch your ear. You know, that's stuff that you need to fix before you start loading it with outrageous weight. You know, that's just, that's all the banded work and the prehab and the warm up stuff you might need to change uh, before you start progression uh, progressing in that exercise but if you don't tackle it eventually it's going to catch up on you you can only chuck weight around for so long with tight with tight pecs and tight shoulders you know you can only get away with that for so long it's the same with like squatting if your knees are collapsing every time you squat eventually you're going to get an acl niggle or eventually something's going to go wrong further down there so you might need to look at fixing your ankle mobility fixing your hip mobility um and then building strength in that area to avoid you collapsing underweight when it matters. In real life, what we could do, we need to just move more. So if you're, just because you do 15 minutes of stretching a day and you walk 10,000 steps, that doesn't make you a fitness junkie. That just means you're moving well. 
People that get dogs accidentally probably do this by walking 10K a day. And 10K a day is like an hour's walking. And you know, we're in lockdown at the moment. A lot of people are not leaving the house unless you've got a dog, because we're not commuting to the station and then commuting into work. So you, some people accidentally cover 5K, 10K just in their commute to work. Because they're not commuting to work, if you've picked up and you're feeling tired and your body's hurting, you could probably backtrack and say, actually, I don't leave the house Monday to Friday. On the weekend, I get out, but I don't, I'm not moving as much as I used to. So eventually, that's going to catch up on you, and then you're going to pick up a niggle. You just are. So people that have got dogs accidentally start walking 10K a day because the dog demands it, and um, they just make time. Um, if you're someone that's never had a dog before and get a dog, I just know a lot about dogs. That's why I'm talking about dogs. If you're someone that's never had a dog before and then you get a dog, all of a sudden, there's this hour, two hour slot in your day that's now come available out of nowhere where you have to take this dog out. So people who've got dogs accidentally start walking 10K a day and then they just get healthier and fitter and then their body starts taking care of itself. So something you can immediately do and everyone should do is walk 10,000 steps a day and um, try to do a little bit of stretching and mobility. And if you don't know where to start with stretching and mobility, uh, in the link below you'll see links to my Instagram, and my mobility program but in my Instagram there's loads of stretching videos on there which you can just watch follow and just do on my YouTube channel there's some stretching videos you can follow and you'll be surprised how good you feel after taking 15 minutes to kind of open up your hips stretch out your hamstrings um, work on your calves work on open up your pecs you'll be surprised how good you feel if you're not someone that stretches all the time how good you feel after a 15 minute stretching flow and doing 10,000 steps and if you do that for a month you'll be surprised that changes in your body uh, that will happen and these little back niggles and most of these niggles will probably go away because of that so to summarize then injuries are just out there if you play sport and fitness and push your body to the max you know you've got to make sure you're prepared to push your body to the max if you're sprint you know there's some things that can't be avoided in sport but if you're sprinting and your hamstring goes because you gave no care into looking after your hamstring flexibility then it's your fault that your hamstring went. If you have a collision, you have a collision, that just happens. But in some areas of sport where you push your body max, you just gotta make sure you look after your body, pre and post kind of game. Or if you're maxing out in the gym, pre or post kind of, um, you, you know, your testing phase or whatever. Because uh, when you push your body max, you're exposing your body and it's safe to do so, it's fun to do so. But you also have to take a sensible approach to that. In day-to-day -day life, if you're sitting down too much and you're not moving, you know, don't complain when you get back pain because it's, it's only your fault and it's we are 100% responsible for our bodies and the better we move, the better the health and longevity we're gonna have within our bodies. Uh, you know, and like I said earlier, our bodies are tough, you know, um, we can take a lot, the human body can take a lot and we see it in sport and fitness. And I, I remember when I was in the army, you know, I could, Run, lunge, jump, crawl, climb over a wall without even thinking about it. It's just something we do and it's just the way we got trained. You know, the closest I got to that was then playing rugby where you're on the floor, you're up the floor. You know, you're on the floor, you're up, you're sprinting, you're back down, you're tackling, you're wrestling. And, you, you know, rugby kind of makes you kind of move like that. And that's how your body should move, should be able to move. Um, I'm not saying everyone should start going out and joining the army and playing rugby or whatever. But what I'm saying is your body's made to move. And if there's someone that can't move, Start looking to add some movement and mobility in your life, and you'll kind of uh, you'll toughen up, and you'll then stay injury free.
ish, you know, individual fine, but when, when other things do come your way, then you design it out. You know, like I train quite hard and I look after my mobility and the way I move and I'll be like, but once you kind of hit a level, the next level will unlock where you might need to focus a bit more on a certain area. Like you can only get so far until you get more mobility here or you improve your ankle range, for example, if you want to be better at Olympic lifting and squatting. Um, so other things will unlock as you go on, but overall, if you focus on steps and moving the body and walking, which we're all made to do, and you focus on like opening up your hip health, <laughs> looking over your hip health and managing your lower back, then you should stay <laughs> injury free. Well, I hope you found this episode useful. Of course, if you are picking up injuries, seek professional advice, uh, but also backtrack yourself and kind of look at your approach to life and how you're looking after your body. And if there is issues, you, you know, we are responsible for ourselves. Okay. Right. So next week is episode six, which is the final episode of in this season. And we're going to reflect back on 2021 so far, look at kind of where what's happened so far and, um, you know, the plan going forward after that. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next week.